is the creator and sustainer of all the worlds, whether those worlds are known or unknown to mankind. unclouded by hate does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice hello everyone my name's charlie you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer c.e dorset and today we are continuing our read through the prophet by khalil gibran and we are picking up with his chapter on giving If you want to read along, the book is now in the public domain, so you should be able to find a copy of it. Just search for Khalil Gibran, the prophet. So let's begin. Then said a rich man, speak to us of giving. And he answered, you give but little when you give of your possessions. It is when you give of yourself that you truly give. For what are your possessions but things you keep and guard for fear they may need for fear you may need them tomorrow? And tomorrow what shall tomorrow bring to the overprudent dog burying bones in the trackless sand as he follows the pilgrims to the holy city? And what is fear of need but need itself? Is not dread of thirst when your well is full the thirst that is unquenchable? Uh, Okay, so let's begin here. There's a lot to say. So he begins this chapter with, You give but little when you give of your possessions. It is when you give of yourself that you truly give. And this goes to the theme that we've been talking about throughout the book so far, that it's not what we have. It's who we are that matters. And we've seen this through the chapters on marriage, on children, on love, that what we have is transient it is passing but who we are has meaning has power and so when we give of ourselves that is our true giving it's when we are there for others when we shelter them in their storms when we are honest about ourselves when we are truly alive and allowing that life that is within us to shine so brightly that it lightens the path for others. These are the things that we are called to do. These are the things that we are called to be. And this goes to what we've been talking about for a while on this podcast, that we are all, each and every one of us, called to be a prophet, a mystic, and an artist. And it is through these three callings, 
that are upon all of us that we actually learn to give of ourselves. Because in our mysticism, we learn who we really are. We learn the subtle energies that move through our bodies. We learn the control of our emotions. We learn the nature of the world. That no matter how much darkness there is before us, the world beneath all of that is light and peace and love and joy. And once we have experienced that in our mystic journey, we are able to proclaim that through our prophetic call, that we can be that clarion voice of wisdom, that clarion call for compassion, that voice crying in the wilderness of this world. Do not be deceived. You are loved and you are love. Do not be deceived for you are here and you are now. Don't become lost in the chaos of this world. And it is through our artist's call that we give truly of ourselves. And we've talked about this in great detail in episodes past, that when we say that everyone is an artist, there is an artistry in you somewhere. Some it's carpentry, some it's painting, some it's poetry, some it's singing, some it's gardening, some it's cooking. There is a creative force inside of you yearning to break free, to make this world closer to the image that God has intended in his heart. There is part of you that has the power to change yourself and the world around you, even if only in small incremental pieces. That power is there. And so that's what it means to give of yourself, that you learn to participate in life as the mystic that you are, living in the light of God on the path of the divine, speaking the words of justice and truth and compassion, and having the courage to ride the divine images within you into this world so that they can be born fully fledged and alive, so that they can bring life to you and to all who partake of them. In this way, you give of yourself. Don't let your life distract you from these calls. Don't let your life distract you from these things that you are here to do. And remember that the possessions that you have, that need that you have for them, is need. It is need itself. And I love how he ends this passage. Is not the dread of thirst, when your well is full, the thirst that is unquenchable? And this is what we learn through the mystic arts, that we learn through meditation and prayer and through spiritual exercise. We learn to see 
that the well is full. No matter how empty the shadows may make the well look, it is full. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats of me shall not hunger. He is the divine food. He is the divine meal. And when we partake of God, when we, as the psalmist says, taste and see that the Lord is good, then we will not hunger and thirst in that way anymore. This is why Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. For when your hunger and your thirst, when the things that drive you, that push you forward, are to do justice, love kindness and walk humbly before your God, as the prophet said, then you are walking in the light of the divine. And peace will enter your heart even when there is no right for peace to be there. This is the glorious path that we walk. Continuing with from the text. There are those who give little of the much that which they have, and they give it for recognition, and their hidden desire makes their gift unwholesome. And there are those who have little and give it all. These are the believers in life and the bounty of life and their coffer is never empty. There are those who give with joy, and that joy is their reward. There are those who give with pain, and that pain is their baptism. There are those who give and know not pain in giving, nor do they seek joy, nor do they give with mindfulness of virtue. They give as a yonder valley, the myrtle breathes its fragrance into space. Through the hands of such as these, God speaks, and from behind their eyes, he smiles upon the earth. And this is what we're talking about. This, this is such a wonderful way to phrase this and to bring it to mind. For, as Jesus said, there are many who give and they shout that they're doing it. And truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. You know, do not pray where others might see you. For truly, you have received your reward. Do not fast and make a show of fasting for you in the boasting you have received your reward. These are the things that Christ has taught us because when we do these things to garner attention, then it's the attention that we wanted and it's the attention that we get. But when we give out of the goodness of our hearts, when we give out of the fullness of our spirit, and most interesting here, if you actually pay attention to what the prophet is saying, when we give without thinking about these things, that we're not thinking about the pain of not having it anymore, or 
the virtue that we are gaining from doing it just because it's second nature to us then we're like a myrtle that breathes its fragrance into space and this is one of the great tasks set before us as jesus said blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth humility is when you have everything in its place when nothing overstates the bounds for which it should have so if you have humility in giving you're not thinking oh this is a good thing to do i will do it or oh i will feel so good when i give this or oh this will hurt not to have any more you're thinking oh they need i have here it is once you get to a place where giving is second nature to you and i think this is something we all really need to learn then through the hands of such as these god speaks through the hands of such as these god speaks not the mouth through the hands and this is the task that we have so many people nowadays flock around preachers who pretend to speak with the authority of god they squint their eyes and they grab their chest and they breathe funny and sometimes they speak in what they pretend to be tongues and they say oh the lord is speaking through me the lord is speaking through me and they make a show of it and god is not a performer in that way it's a show they want your attention they want your time they want your money beware such as these for the voice of god is in our actions when we help others that is the voice of god when we hold people up that is the voice of god when we act with justice and compassion and mercy that is the voice of god if you are listening for any other voice oh beware remember the prophet elijah when he went up to the mountain to see god first there was a great wind and god was not within the wind and then there was a great fire and god was not in the fire and then the earth shook but god was not in the shaking and then a still small voice beware that you're not distracted by the fire or the shaking or the wind god speaks in stillness god speaks in the little things that we are often so distracted from don't be distracted by the fire and the earthquake and the wind We'll return to this after the break. And we're back. And I could go on on that last riff that I was on for quite some time because it's a bit a bit of a pet peeve for me because I think way too many people fall for the performative acts of others who for their own self-aggrandizement and enrichment 
pretend to be speaking on behalf of God. One, they make themselves special and they call themselves a prophet. I am a prophet. Well, we're all prophets. You're not special. But your method of prophesying is theater. And it doesn't help anyone. Remember, the voice of God brings life. So if you're not seeing the good deeds, if you're not seeing justice and compassion, if you're not seeing love, especially love, for God is love, and those who do not know love do not know God. And I say this every time because I get questioned on that. Read First John. He goes into great detail on that. God is love. So, yeah, I'm going to let go of that for a bit. Okay, let's continue back in the text. It is well to give when asked, but it is better to give unasked through understanding. And to the open-handed, the search for one who shall receive is joy greater than giving. And is there aught you would withhold? All you have shall some day be given. Therefore, give now, that the season of giving may be yours and not your inheritors. Oh, oh, just, just think about that for a minute. Just think about that. We'll come back to that. You often say, I would give, but only to the deserving. How often have we heard that? The tree in your orchard say not so. I'm just going to say that again. Just think about that. You often say, I would give only to the deserving. The trees in your orchard say not so, nor the flocks in your pasture. They give that they may live, for to withhold is to perish. Surely he who is worthy to receive his days and his nights is worthy of all else from you. And he who has deserved to drink from the ocean of life deserves to fill his cup from your little stream. And what desert greater shall there be than that which lies in the courage and the confidence, nay, the charity of receiving? And who are you that men should rend their bosoms and unveil their pride, that you may see their worth naked and their pride unabashed? See first that you yourself deserve to be a giver and an instrument of giving. For in truth, it is life that gives unto life. While you, who deem yourself a giver, are but a witness. Oh, oh, there's so much here to unpack. Especially because this has become a mantra that I've heard from so many who call themselves Christian. I would give, but only to the deserving. Who is deserving? Imagine if God said that. I will forgive those, but only those who deserve forgiveness? 
No, 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 no. This is the exact opposite of grace. Grace is the undeserved, unmerited favor. And that's what we're supposed to be all about. That's supposed to be the heart of who we are. It's through the grace of God that we come into his presence. It's not because we deserve it, or we've earned it, or we've merited it somehow. No, we are alive, and that is our merit. Life gives to life. So why would we ever say things like, I would give but only to the deserving? I mean, what have you done for me? What can you give me that makes you worthy of my gift? Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's not the way we should look at life. That's not the way that we should look at our fellow humans and animals and the planet itself. All life gives. The trees in the orchard do not say so, nor do the flocks in your pasture. They give that they may live, for to withhold is to perish. Trees propagate through their fruit, but they produce more fruit than they need because the fruit is there to be devoured so the seeds may be scattered. You see, they literally bury their future in the gift of the fruit. And they wouldn't exist without it. The same is true of the animals in the field. The auroch are gone, but their descendants, the cows, are here. And they give us milk, and they give us cheese, and they give us their flesh. And they are still here. Without us, would they be able to tend for themselves? We have domesticated so many animals. And in that domestication, this is the barter that we have made. Do not ever let yourself think that only the deserving deserve gifts. Because none of us are truly deserving of anything. And I know as a lefty Christian, I'm not supposed to say things like that, but it's true. How how do you determine worth? How do you determine merit? You have to come up with a set of arbitrary rules, and that's the problem. They're arbitrary. If too many people meet the criteria, you just change the criteria so you don't have to give as much. And you haven't done anything wrong in that way of thinking because they have to meet the criteria to get the gift. And so as long as you can keep changing the criteria, then you're always in the right. That's not the way to be. That's not the way we are called to be. We are here to give of ourselves and to give life, the life that has been entrusted to us, to others. For in truth it is life that gives unto life, while you who deem yourself a giver, are but a witness. 
the joy that's in you, the art that's in you, the creativity that's in you, the compassion that's in you, the justice that's in you, the voice that's in you is there to be given. And really, I should have been saying us through all of that because I need to hear that as much as any of you do. Maybe even more. This is what we are called for. This is what we are here in this world for. This is what we are here to do. To give. Remember the teachings of Christ. Remember the gospel. We are here to give sight to the blind. Because they deserve it? No, because they are blind. Here is sight. We give to you. We're here to give hearing to the deaf. We're here to break the chains of the captives and set them free. We're here to relieve the suffering of the oppressed. Simply because they are. We're not supposed to ladle it out and figure out who deserves to be free. It is not our place to decide these things. Back to the text. And you receivers, and you are all receivers, assume no weight of gratitude, lest you lay a yoke upon yourself and upon him who gives. Rather, rise together with the giver on his gifts as on wings. For to the overmindful of your debt is... I'm sorry, for to be overmindful of your debt is to doubt his generosity who has the free-hearted earth for mother and God for father. This goes back to what we've been saying since this podcast began. No one is greater than anyone else. No one is better than anyone else. The givers should not be thinking, oh, I will give to those who deserve, who meet my arbitrary criteria. And so far as the thankfulness of the receivers go, they should rise up on the giver's gifts as on wings. That's the gratitude that they deserve. They don't deserve obedience. They don't deserve to have our heads kowtowed to them. They deserve only to see the gift grow and spread and prosper. For just as the orchard creates fruit, and in the fruit there are seeds, when those seeds are planted, water them, let them grow, and when you're bearing fruit yourself, give. This is the way of God. This is the way of the prophet. And this is the way of creation spirituality which is why I chose this book for our study. It is simple in its aphorisms and in the way it speaks. It is beautiful and it is poetic. But oh, there's so much for us to remember in its text. And I hope that you are enjoying it. I love this book and I'm so glad to be able to share it with you. If you've enjoyed this podcast and the app that you're listening on lets you rate either this episode or the podcast itself, please do that. That helps me out a lot. That tells the algorithm to share me with other people. That's one way that 
you can be a giver. If you have a dollar you can throw my way, depending on the app, there will either be a button that says support or in the show notes, there'll be a link that says support on anchor. If you click that, you can support me at the $1, $5, $10 levels. That really does help me out. I recently was able to buy some software I really needed. Thanks to you all. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been supporting what I'm doing here. If you can't give money or you don't want to, that's fine. Please pray for me. Give me the gift of prayer. Prayer has more power than most of us will ever truly know. And I benefit greatly from your prayers. And I thank you for those of you who do that. And also, if you know of anybody who you think would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. That helps out a lot as well. It helps me spread the message even further. If you want to call in, you can do that. All you have to do is download the Anchor app app at anchor.fm. Follow me. I'm Wisdom's Cry on there. When you get to the, when, when you see the page, you'll see a little button that says voice message. If you click that, you can leave up to a one minute message and it can be a question, a comment, or a topic you would like me to discuss on the show. I've actually done some shows based on those call-ins and I really enjoy doing that. So if you would like to do that, please do. If you'd like to find a link to everything that I do, you can head over to wisdomscry.com and there you'll find links to everything that I do as well as some resources that I've put up you there and i'm hoping i'll have some time to put up some more there soon and until next time may god bless you and keep you ever growing in wisdom and compassion amen